0: Shots Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Yaakov Carmel. Masechah's Ksubis has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shlomo Naiman. Lila Nishmatz of Yaakov bin Matasioz Zatzal and Chaya Pesach. We're starting Ksubis, Dafnun Aleph. The Gemara says, Amr Rabbi Eloi, If someone's spending money on a mitzvah, the pastor is the mitzvah of Stokka, you shouldn't spend more than a fifth of your nechasim. What's the reasoning for this, takana? brings a shema We're afraid if you spend too much money. On mitzvahs, you're going to end up being in the le You're going to be relying on the seabird to support you. So we'd rather, don't give so much of your money for tzedakah, and then you won't be in the Tarka le Now, the Velt Shaila is, there's a Mishnah Mpeyah, the first Mishnah, Elu Dvar Shain Lam Shir. And one of the things in that list is Gemilas Chasadim. Gemilas Chasadim does not have a shear. Chasadim includes tzedakah, So we have a of Mishnah that Sadaka has no shear. How could we say if the Mishnah seems to say there is no shear? You could give as much as you want. So all the Rishainim and Pe'ah asked this question. So the Piresha Mishnais and the Rav, they both say, that Enechanami, the word Gemilz chasadim in the Mishnah in Pei is not referring to Staka. Enechanami, we have a share in Ksuvah Dafnun Tekarnas Usha that you shouldn't spend more than a fifth. And Gemil chasadim is referring to Bikr Chaylem and other forms of chesed that don't cost any money. So over there we say there's no share You should do Bikr Chaylem as much as you can. There's no share there's no limit. There's no maximum that you're not allowed to do Bikr Chaylem more than six hours a day. Rather, we say in Lamshir, do it as much as you can. Only when there's a monetary cost to the mitzvah, then we say you shouldn't spend more than a fifth. So the word, Gimel chasadim" is only some forms of Gimel chasadim." Only those Gimel chasadim" that don't cost any money. This is the Pshat of the Rambam, Pirsha Mishnayis, and the Rav. The Tveris Yisrael Mishnayis over there says that you could learn Gimel chasadim" referring to tzedakah, but only one type of tzedakah. He says... That the mitzvah of halvah, lending out money, is a form of tzedakah. And the there you're not going to be in the Librius, since you're just lending the money. Presumably, you'll get the money back. So, you don't have the halacha of hamavaziz, al-yavaziz, So, the Mishnah is saying, El she'elam, shir and chesed. chesed, of lending out money, that's a form of chesed, actually using money. But you won't be over the din of usha, not to spend more than a fifth, because you're going to get the money back and you'll never be Mistak Librias. That's the deep shot of the Travers Yisrael. Now the Rash he says he doesn't understand the whole question. And he's peerish on that Mishnah in Peer. The Rash says the Mishnah is dealing with Mishnah is saying that Midaraisa, these following things don't have Shir, Peer, Bikurim. Now a lot of those things in the Mishnah have Shira Midrabanam. We don't mind the shear der Abonnan. The whole point of the mission is, these things don't have a shear der Raisa. So, Enoch Usha was Mesakein. Hamavazviz, Algyvazviz, Yaisim, Chaymish. But that's only a Din Midar So the mission is saying, Midar Raisa, there's no shear. And Enoch Usha was masaking them. der Abonnan, don't spend more than a fifth. Shemi is not the Briyais. But the Rash doesn't really understand the entire problem. That mission has nothing to do with Usha, Usha's Midar Abonnan. Now, the Goin in Shnei Saliyo on that Mishnah, he argues on the whole premise of the Rash. The Rash is assuming that Usha is Midrabanam, which is the Pashtus. Where where would we have a Makar for such a thing to be? The Araisa? The Goin says, this is your Shalmi that says, Halachahi, that a Mavaz is Ayyavaz with Yaisim So, Kepshute, all it has to mean is that this is how we pass, and the Halachah is that you shouldn't be Mavaz <speaking in> with <Hebrew> However, the Goin learns. That it means it's a halach that was forgotten, and then Usha reminded us. It was a shakach because of and they were miyasi that this is the halach l'moishem misina that we're, we we forgot. So Usha was masakin and reminded us of that tikkun. Vera the gun says the din of Usha. All the rishonim hold is deraisa. So the reason that the Rav and the Rambam were bothered by this question. Is, they agreed to the aside of the Rash, that the Mishnah is all dealing on the level of the Raisa, and if the Rabbana made a Shir later on, that would not be a steer to this Mishnah of El Dvam Shayin Lam Shir. The Rav and the Pierce Mishnah so the Rambam, are just bothered because they hold that it, Usha is a Lacha Mashmishina, this din of Am Vazves, Ali Vazves, Yaisim therefore is a steer to the Lacha of El Dvam Shayin Lam Shir, therefore they had to be Maikim, the Mishnah that says, by Beaker Chaylam and other mitzvahs that don't cost money. Because the din of Hamavazah, Yavazah, is a stira to the Allah of Elzbam Sheh Shir, And therefore, the only way to get out of that stira is to say that we're not talking about the same case. Now, the this this Machlaikis, the Rash and the Gain, if the Tekhan of Usha is Midaraisa, Midarabanon, at first glance, this would be a big nafka being ahead of the Gemara. Later on the Yom, the Gemara says, They bring a pusik as a Raya to the Tikhanah of Usha. Now, according to the Rash, that the whole Tikhanah is a Dindar Abanon, that you shouldn't give more than a fifth. So the micro the Raya from the Pasuk, is obviously just an asmachta. But according to the that that is a Dindar Ra'isa, not to give more than a fifth, so at first glance one could say that we bring a Makar from a Pasuk, because the guy says it's Midar Ra'isa. But it's obviously not Pshat, because the gain himself speaks out that it's halacha HaMashem Esinai. So this Pasuk is going to be nothing more than an Asmachta, a Remez, we find such an Inyan of a fifth. But the Kuli Alma, the Makar is not from this Pasuk. Either it's the Rabbanon or it's Halach Furthermore, on the micro, there's a beautiful Ram Shif. is bothered that in this Pasuk, you see nothing to do with the Din that we mentioned before, of the Din of Usha, either the Rabbanon or Halachamash Mesina is that you're not allowed to spend more than a fifth. All you see in this pasik is that there is a din that you should spend a fifth. I will give allah I will give a fifth. Where do you see that you shouldn't give more than a fifth? So the Maram Shif says we're not really being a raya to the din of Hammuffesh. Rather, we're saying there's another din. You're saying you shouldn't spend more than a fifth, but it sounds like you're saying a fifth you should spend. Micro, where do we know that you should spend the fifth? On that we say, we have a reference in the Because your titan li aser is a makor that you should positively spend the fifth if you're able. That means that that din might be the We just said the micro has to be just an asmachda because the din is either. The din of Hamavaz, is It's either Midr or just Allah, but according to Ram Shif, we're telling you a nudin. We're telling you that there is a mitzvah to spend a fifth, so that it might be deraisa. It might be a mitzvah deraisa to give a fifth of your neshasim for tzedakah, and either the Rabbanan or Lachma Sinai says don't spend more than a fifth. So you could learn the mikra midderaisa. In other words, if the micro is coming to be merames to the halacha of usha, then it has to be asmafka. But according to the Rambam, it's telling you a new halacha. One is telling a new halacha. Maybe the halacha is deraisa. Maybe mid deraisa you have to spend the fifth. And there's another din of usha, which is either mid or halacha loish that you shouldn't spend more than a fifth. Now, kipshutai, the lashon of the Gemara is Hamavazvis al yivazvi It sounds like you're not allowed to spend more than a fifth, even if you want to. You want to be machmir. Usha was musaking, that You shouldn't be machmir. You shouldn't be machmir and spend more than a fifth on this mitzvah. Shem Yistarach If you're going to spend so much money, you're going to end up being Mistarach Labriyos. The Eter brings an interesting story from Rabbi of Liss that he was once by the Briskerov and the Briskerov had received money from Chutzlaritz, and the Briskerov was being very matriach, finding out if that money was given to him to be given to Sadaka, and he was just the shliach to give it to tzedakah, or that money was given to him for his personal use. And he was trying very hard to find out exactly what the sender meant when he gave him the money. So Rabbi Yisaf ask asked the Biskorov, what's the big deal? Just give the money to tzedakah. My if he meant it should be given to Sadaka, there's no problem. And if it was given to you, give it to Sadaka. Instead of making yourself so crazy to find out why he sent it. So said that he's worried if it was given to him, he's going to be over on usha. Usha said, You're not allowed to give more than a chemist. He had already given his allotted amount for that year. So he was nervous that if it was given for his use, he's not allowed to give it to Sadaka. So it's clear, which is the Pashtun, so there's an Isser. You're not supposed to, you're not allowed to spend more than a chemist. Now, the problem is, the Pirush is L'Ramah in the beginning of Peah. Over there, he says there's a midas chasidus to give more. He says Avada, there's a to give a fifth, and midas chasidus is to give even more. The question is, how does that stem with Al Gemara? How does that fit with this din of Usha that Hamavaz is al Yavaz ve'Syosim There's a similar question on the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi brings down the Nimnu BeUsha. They Got together in Usha and they were Mesakin. Now it sounds like, from the Lashon Yoshalmi, that the Takana of Usha is that you should give a fifth. Our Lashon is you shouldn't give more than a fifth. The Yoshalmi sounds like an Usha they were that you should give a fifth. Now, if the entire Takana is that you should give a fifth, there'll be no Mashmais, as any ister with giving more than a fifth. All we're saying is that you should give go ahead and give a fifth. So, at first glance it would seem like this like, is Bavli and shalmi what did the what was Usha Masakin? Why were they Masakin and Usha? Were they Masakin, like the Babli says, not to give more than a fifth? Or the shalmi seems to understand, that they are masakin that you should positively give a fifth, but there's no dinim about giving more. Now that's not such a great etzer to say that the Raman Paskins like the shalmi not like the Bavli, because Mehecha even if it's a Machleikis, who told the Rambam that the Allah is like the Yishami more than the Bavli? So these are the two problems. Kipshute, the Rambam is passing not like Al and are we going to say there's a Machleikis between the Bavli and the Yishami, what the Konos Usha was? So the Torah Zeram, that's the Emik Brach, Sefer on Zram, in the beginning of Peah, and a very similar Torah, in Sefer Avas Chesed of the Chavetz Chaim. They say there's an interesting chiddush in the Rambam and Pirish Besides saying that there's a, you could spend more than a fifth, he's also between two types of mitzvah, mitzvahs of tzedakah. The Rambam says like this, If there's an oni that's boli he's knocking on your door, then you should give him a choymish from your keren. But if there's no ani you just want to give the mitzvah of for an from a different city or a mitzvah that you heard about, but it's not something that's mutl standing in front of you, then you should only give from the revach. Now Agav that seems to argue on the Rishali that Taysvah by us brings down. Taysvah says Mefarish Shapami Yochel Umi VeElech Haravach. Tais brings down in Yoshami that's bothered if each year you're spending a chemish of your nechassim, after a while you're going to be left for nothing, or close to nothing. So Yoshami says you only have to give away a fifth of your nechassim of the karen the first year, the first time you have a mitzvah, the first time you receive the money. The Someone had a Yerusha of $100,000. So he has to give a fifth of that money for the mitzvah of tzedakah. Subsequently, each year he doesn't have to keep giving a chaymish of that money that he in in a previous year. Rather, he only has to give a fifth of his profits. That's how the Yerushalmi explains the din of HaMavaz, vaz HaMavaz, V'Yosim HaChaymish. The Rambam seems to have no problem with us being the high view, that any mitzvah that comes to your hand, you have to spend the fifth. So if this year you don't have an esrik, you spend the fifth. If next year you don't have an esrik, you spend another fifth. If there's a no mitzvah of stock and Rami on you, you spend another fifth. And doesn't seem to be bothered that you'll end up with almost nothing. But he does say there's a chilek between when you have to spend from the karen and when you only have to spend from the revach. He says if the mitzvah is mutl on you, if the anji is knocking on your door, then you have to spend a fifth of the karen, of the actual principle. But if it's not mutl on you, it's just that you want to do the mitzvah of tzedakah, then you should only give a fifth from the revach from the benefits that came out of the Karen, It's not really clear where the Ramah's Meqar is, but maybe with the two dinim that the these Ahreinim are going to say, that would go for B's Meqar. Because Zahreinim want to say, the Tayez Ram and the Avaz Chesed, they want to say, these are the two dinim that explain the difference between the Bavli and the Yushalmi. There's one din, and that's the Yushalmi, that in Usha was Masakim, that you should positively give a fifth. we We're Masakim, that a Adam should be mafresh nechassim mitzvah a chaymish. You should give a chaymish to do a mitzvah. And there's no din in the Yerushalmi that you can't give more. Rather, it's a positive din that you should give a fifth. Even though misvara chitzayinah, we always say the mitzvah is miser. That we say at the of usha, you should try to give a fifth. That din is only when the mitzvah is on you. Once we've seen the Ram on these two levels of Sadaka that when an ani knocks on your door, and the, mit- the mitzvah is mutl on you, so then we apply the Allah of Deimach Seirah, you have to give him everything he needs, so then we say, you should give even a fifth, you don't have to give all your money, but l'chathchil you should go and give a fifth to this ani that's mutl on you, to your makhain, the mitzvah of Deimach Seirah, and on such a mitzvah, the Rabbim actually says, you even have to give a chaymish of the Karen. it's not enough to give a chaymish of your ravach, you have to be- give a chaymish of your Karen. On that halacha, the Yishammi says, you should give a fifth. And we do not find a halacha that you should not give more than a fifth. So that's why the Rambam writes, there's a mitzvah to give more. Yishammi says to give a fifth. Nowhere does it say not to give more than a fifth. So there's a mitzvah to give more than a fifth. But the Achorinim are saying, that's all in a case when the mitzvah is Rami on you. And we see there's a chumrah that you have to give a chumrah from the Karen. So just like we have a Chumrah kh- uh, to give a Chaymish from the Keren, so too we have this extra din. There's a Midas Hasidas to give more than a fifth. Comes along the Baavli, the Gemara and that Usha was Masaki, and HaMivaz Vez Vez Mi a new Takana in a different case. In a case when the Ani is not knocking on your door, and you want to go ahead and do the mitzvah of it's a beautiful thing to do the mitzvah, but don't spend more than a fifth. Make sure... When you're doing the mitzvah of tzedakah, and he's not mutl on you, don't spend more than a fifth. The chesvim that is doing is, just like the Rambam said, that when they're not knocking on your door, and it's not mutl on you right now, the mitzvah of tzedakah, so we're makel that you don't have to spend the chaymish of the Keren, rather you spend the chaymish from the Rabbah, so just like we have that kula, that we're not as machmir when the mitzvah is not mutl on you, so too, we're going to say at HaKonah, don't spend more than a fifth on such a mitzvah, It "If the person's knocking on your door, then he needs the money." So we're not worried that you're going to be Mustach lebruyos. There's a mitzvah mutl on you right now. So the positive mitzvah is spend the fifth. And if you want to be more Machmi, you could, because there's someone mutl, there's someone that's mutl on you. the mitzvah stuck of De machseri is like mutl on you. You can spend as much as you want. You have to spend the fifth, or at least the mitzvah of to spend the fifth. And there's a mitz to spend more. But when it's not mutl on you, and you just want to do the mitzvah sadaka, then there's a different of usha. In other words, the Ba'ali and the Yoshami are talking about two different takanas of usha. Similar, but very different. The Yoshami is talking about when it's mutl on you, they were mistaking that you should spend a fifth. And on that, the Rambam says, Midz chasidus says you could even spend more than a fifth. And in Ksubis, the Babli is talking about when it's not Mutlanyu, on you, and over there we say that you should not spend more than a fifth. So, we have an answer for the difference between the Babli and the Yushalmi, and we have an answer for the Rambam. We asked, how could the Rambam say, me this to spend more? I, the Babli says you shouldn't spend more. The answer is, the Rambam is going, in the case of the Yushalmi, when it's mutl on you, and in the case of the Babli, the Rambam would agree that you shouldn't spend more than a fifth when it's not mutl on you. He tells Ryan, makes a beautiful dik. He says the Lashon of Usha in Bavli is hamavazvez. Ayyvazvez It's an interesting Lashon to use in regards to a mitzvah. Hamevazvez literally means that you're wasting your money. So why would you use such a Lashon in regards to a mitzvah? So the Peres says that the point of the Lashon is that it's not mutl on you. Hamavazvez means... You're doing it out of the goodness of your heart. You want to do the mitzvah. There's nothing, there's no khiv to do it. You're just throwing your money out. You're throwing it out to do a mitzvah that you don't have to do. If someone's knocking on the door, then you have to give them the money. Now, there you would use a of. Naisain or the of the is mafrish. You're giving money that you have to give. Usha was masakin, the Babli says. If you want to just go and throw your money out to do a mitzvah, since it's not mutl on you, you shouldn't spend more than a fifth. Now the Aves Chesed of the Chavetz Chaim has a beautiful Hesuf on his Pshat. He says, You find in the Gemara and Tainis that Eliezer Ishbarta was a very poor man and used to give all his money to Tzedakah, so much so that the Gabayim, the gabay stalkers of his town, used to run away from him. They knew that he couldn't really afford to give Tzedakah, so they would run away from him that he shouldn't meet them and then he'll give everything he has for tzedakah. In fact, the Chavetz Chaim, what do you mean? We have a klau. You're not allowed to give more than a fifth. So how could how could Eliezer Eshbarata give all his Nechasim for tzedakah? So he answers, according to what we just said. We just said we have a Rambam. That there's a Din Midas Chasidus that you could give more than a fifth. And we said, how does that stem... How could that fit with our Gemara that says, And we said that if the Ani is knocking on your door, and the mitzvah is motel on you, then there's a Midas Chassidus that you can give more than a fifth. And the entire Gemara and Ksubis, the, the entire Tekhanas Usha of the Bavli, is all when the mitzvah is not motel on you, so then we can understand. Because the Gabbay Dokka is really like the Ani knocking on your door. The Gabayim would be like a Shliach, working for the Aniim and they're knocking on your door that there's a in this town that need your assistance. Since the mitzvah's mutl on you, there is a midz chassidus to give more than a fifth. So it's very understandable that Eliezer Ishbarta would give the Gab- Gabai Tzedakah all his money, because he wanted to be Mekayim, the midz chassidus of the Rambam. But Eliezer Ishbarata would not go ahead and give all his money for mitzvahs that were not mutl on him. That's a tarot for the Chavetz Chaim to explain the Gemara in times. Now I just want to point out that the Ramah does not sound like these are chrenim. Because these are are saying that the halacha of ayivazviz, yeshim is only when we have a mitzvah that's not mutl on you. Now, the Ramah is in Hilchus Lulav. He's dealing with the Shailah of spending an esrik. Someone does not have an esrik. How much money do you have to spend to mevazviz, the mitzvah of esrik? So the Ramah says, we're going to apply the rule of mevazviz, ayivazviz, yeshim yichemish. You have to spend up to a fifth, and you don't have to spend more. Now, that is not really so understandable, according to the Zechreinim. Zechreinim just said that the halacha ha-mavaziz ay is only by tzedakah that's not mutl on you. And you just want to do it of the goodness of your heart. You want to do the mitzvah. Even though it's not mutl on you, then we say you shouldn't spend more than a fifth. But when the Oni knocks on your door and it's mutl on you, then we say that midruch ha'sida says you should spend more than a fifth. We don't have a halach of al yivaz v'zayisim If the Ramah, in the case of esrig, which is mutl on you, is applying the rule of Hamavaz, al yivaz v'zayisim that you shouldn't spend more than a fifth, he seemingly would not hold like this. Shot was saying in the Rambam, which is only a Rambam and it's the answer to the it's not so schwer. The Ramah would seem to hold even a mitzvah that's mutl on you. We have the rule that you shouldn't spend more than a fifth. Now Agav, this whole Ramah might be arguing on Rashi. Rashi said, Hamavazviz l'anim. So that's very interesting according to the Ramah. Why did Rashi do that? According to the Ramah, every mitzvah say has this rule of Hamavazviz So why did Rashi single out Anim? Rashi would sound like there's something special about Anim. Either Anim is a less of a mitzvah, but more mustaver, what's going on in Rashi is that the this of Shem Starak Labrias plays a bigger role by Anim. You want to go help out another Ani. On that Usha said, and masakin and Usha, don't give Sadaka of Anim in a way that's gonna make you an Ani. There's no reason for you to be more worried about that ani than yourself. We don't want to have Anim, so he said you should give Sadaka, but don't do it in a way that you'll also become an Ani. So that might be the reason that Rashi specifies Anim. Now the shita brings down clearly that for the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, for hachzakas, yeshivas, and rebeim, you could spend more than a fifth. He doesn't really explain why, and the pastors, the reason is, for Torah, you could spend more than a fifth. The entire din of Hamavaza, Yavazi, yesh, and michem, is all by the other mitzvahs. So, we have really three shitas. Rashi seemingly holds only by aniyim we have this klal. The Ramah says it's by all mitzvahs. And the, the Shita not really getting involved in the issue between Rashi and the Ramah, he's just pointing out that for Torah you can spend more than a fifth. Now, there's an interesting Lekut Ha'alachas that says a very similar halacha to the Shita. Lekut Ha'alachas, Chaim Sefer. So in Yuma Lamed Zayn, the famous story about Basil. Basil, every day, would make a tarpic. He would give chati tarpik for his you know, for his mezunahs, for his family, and the half a tarbik he would pay to go to hear the shir from and Natalian, and one day he didn't have the chazi tarbik, and he went to listen by the window, and the famous story with the snow. And what do you mean? How is he allowed to spend every day a tarbik? He only has one tarbik to his name. How is he allowed to spend half his money, that's more than a chaymish, on the mitzvah of Taira? So the Chavitz Chaim says, you have to say that tayra is different, Kiheim Chayenu, Torah is our life. And therefore, for such a mitzvah, you'll allowed to spend more than a which It is very similar to the idea of the Shita al HaMasunya, that the Allah of Hamavaz HaYivaz Yismi does not apply to Avzakas tayra. So the we're saying there's three Shitas of when you have the Allah of Hamavaz HaYivaz Yismi and then we have the Pshar and the achrayim that there are two levels of the Khanas Usha. Sometimes you shouldn't give more than a fifth, and sometimes when the mitzvah is muddle on you, then there's a mitzvah chasidus that you could give more than a fifth. Now there's a famous question from the Bera Lacha, on Tafresh Vov, on this Ramah, that for the mitzvah of Esrig, you shouldn't spend more than a fifth, he asked on the Gemara in and the Gemara says if someone has only Heslon, and he has a mitzvah of Pidyan Aben of himself, or he could do Pidyan ben for his son, in other words, he had never done, his father had never done the mitzvah of Pidyan Aben for him, and now he only has a slime who has Kedima, him or his son. In fact, the what do you mean? What's the question? Neither. We should not do the mitzvah of Pityan Abed. And according to the Ramah, that applies to all mitzvahs. If you're telling me for an esrug you shouldn't spend more than a fifth, why by Pityan should we say you should spend more than a fifth? Now, according to what we said before, that the Achreinim would seem to say in the Rambam that if the mitzvah is mutl on you, you're allowed to spend more than a fifth, so we would have a good etzah. We have a good age of the Gemara. We'll say, according to the Ram, the Gemara is talking about someone that wants to do me this So he's allowed to spend the money. What should he do? Which mitzvah has kedima? The pity on of himself, or the pity on of his son. But we, re- we already spoke out that the Ramah does not seem to hold like these zacheranim. He does not seem to hold that when a mitzvah is mutl on you, you're allowed to spend more than a fifth. That's why by Esriq he says, you shouldn't spend more than a fifth. So we have the B'yarlachis beautiful question, why by Pidinaben ben do we say there's a mitzvah even when it's more than a fifth? So Rebbe says a very simple answer. He says the entire ta'kana, it says in our Gemara, is shami yistach labrias. We're afraid if someone spends more than a fifth, he'll be yistach labriyus. So Rebbe says if we're talking about someone that has so little money, he only has haste slum. so how does he live? Either he's being supported by Tzibur now, and if he's being supported by the tzibur, then he's not being affected by these hey slum. Or he has a job and he lives off the job. Because there's no way he can live off these hey slum. It's not such a big amount. So either he has a job and he's not being affected by giving away the money. Or he's anyway Muslim the And he's not being affected by giving this money either. So the Gemara wants to know, when someone is not going to be more nistarach librious by giving money. So in that case, you're allowed to give the money should you give Pinyin ben of yourself or Pinyin Aben of his son. That is the Peshat of the Bera Lacha. It's a beautiful tshuva from Ramayisha and Arachayim, Chalkei, Simbam And he says there's a big difference between Esrig and Pinyin Aben. He says by Esrig, the mitzvah is to shake the Esrig. So you're not spending money really on doing the mitzvah. You're spending money on being mishtadl to be able to do the mitzvah. So with here, the Ramah says we could apply the rule of that just like we find by tzedakah not to spend more than a fifth. So too by esrig we're going to say that you shouldn't spend more than a fifth. But that's only by esrig where it's not the actual maizah mitzvah that you're spending the money on. You're spending money on buying the esrig to be able to do the mitzvah. His shtadlitz for a mitzvah has a din of a And On that the Ramah says you shouldn't spend more than a fifth. But by pidiyan Ben, the money that you're spending is the mitzvah. The mitzvah is give money for the mitzvah. Anytime that the mitzvah is give money for the mitzvah, there's no shear. There's no sheer on a mitzvah that the mitzvah is talking to your money. And it's saying, give the money. So you have to do what Hashem wants. Only when the mitzvah is shake an esteric. Okay, I don't have an esrik. Oh, so now we're dealing with his shtalas to be able to do the mitzvah. And the tyrant never gave a mitzvah to your money. They gave a mitzvah on you to shake an esrik. If you have an esrik, you don't have to spend any money. If you don't have an esrik, now you have to spend money... So that's not the mitzvah to spend the money. The mitzvah is to shake the asri, So it's established to do the mitzvah. It's established to do the mitzvah over the other says says a shir. But we never find a shir in the case when you're actually going and doing the mitzvah. With the money. I just want to point out one more thing about this Taditz Ram. And the Abbas said that they're saying that there's two dinim of Usha. One is that you should give a fifth. And one is that you shouldn't give more than a fifth. One is talking about when the mitzvah is mutl on you. And one is talking about when the mitzvah is not mutl on you. We mentioned earlier that the Maram Shif learns Mike Kra is saying that besides the Isr of a Ha'ivaz there's also a positive raisa that we learned from Yaakov Avinu asvenulach, that you should give a fifth. Which we said, according to Ram Shif would probably be a Daraisa. So that would be a direct conflict with this um, Teres Ram and Avas Chesed. They're saying there's two takanas of Usha. One takana to give a fifth and one takana not to give more than a fifth. So we have a clear takana to give a fifth. So it's clearly only a darabanan. The Ramship is learning in the Bavli alone we have both of those dinim. We have the positive mitzvah deraisa to give a fifth, least khatkhila, and we have a din not to give more than a fifth, which is only a darabanan. So the makhlaik is achrainim. If the din to give a fifth is a yirshami or a pasik, in the Bavli of Asr ashranullah, there's a mitzvah to give a fifth. we will just finish up this sugya uh, of with an incredible shita on the Gemara of Asr Esvanu The Gemara asks, but like dummy, is too How could you tell me that Asr Esvanu is a is a fifth? It's not really a fifth because the, after you give a tenth, so out of a hundred you're left with ninety. The second meister. It's only going to be $9. So it's only going to be 81 out of 100. So how do you learn how to chaymish? If we're answered, that we make a hekish, asrenu ki kama, and therefore it means a fifth. The question is, if a term means a fifth, why don't we just say a fifth? Why do we have to say asrenu in a way that we makish the two mices to each other and it ends up you give a fifth? Why don't we just say a fifth? So the shita says, tuturutzim. First he says, that were teaching us like the famous dinner of the Rambam. The Rambam, the Shemeshnai, the says if someone has a thousand dollars, it's better to give a dollar each day and be Isaac more in Maisa, the Maisa mitzvah, giving tzedakah, rather than giving a one time mitzvah. So that's what Al Gamar is telling us. Asir Aswanullah, give a tenth year, give a tenth year, rather than giving a Chaymish at one time. And then he brings down another teretz. This is a Peldeke teretz. He says, that the Torah is telling us the mitzvah of Chaymish is similar to the din that we have by our crops, our peris, we know we have Meiserish and Meiser Shani, so too over here you should give two Meisers, Kinneged, Meiserish and Meiser Shani. So he says, since Aser HaSendelach is saying that our mitzvah of Tzedakah is Kinneged, Meiserish and Meiser therefore one of them should be Tzedakah, like the Din of Maiser which is La'aniyim of the Levim, Levim or Pachas Aniyim. So, Kineged Maiser Rishon, you give daka. but the second Maiser does not have to be given to Aniyim. It can be done for any mitzvah. You can buy Svarim, la'yul Lubanov, because that's all Kineged Maiser Shani, which is not only for Aniyim, it's for your use, your practical use. It's a mitzvah, but it's for your use. So it comes out an amazing halacha. Even though we have halacha chayimish. There is a halacha of two maishas going on. Asr HaSvanulach. Give two maishas. One maishas is a maishas of tzedakah. Another maishas is any usage of a mitzvah. That's how we teach it our gemara of Aser HaSvanulach. Further on in the Ahmed we have Amr Abiyasi Ba'chanina Ba'usha Hiskinu, Ha'isha Shemokra Benichse Milug B'chai Bailo Meis Habal Moitsi Mealakuchis Benichse Milug With the halacha is that the Isha On Taguf the Baal only has a schus to the paires. Now the Isha sold the karka, which she's entitled to sell the guf, her karka, that's what she owns. So now after Misa, the Baal could take back the guf from the people she sold it to. That was the Takana of Usha. So Tysus asks, Why do we need a special takana? me Usha. according to Rabbi any time someone has a kinyan pairis, so over here, the Baal has a Kenyan pay We treat that with the strength of a Kenyan aguf. He has rights to the Guf. He owns the Guf for his pay So he's entitled to some Kenyan here in this Karaka that would not allow her to sell it. So why do we need a special Ticcana that if she sells it, he can take it back? According to Rabbi Eichnon, she had no power to sell it. Since there's someone that has also a Kenyan aguf. he has a Kenyan Pay which is as strong as a Kenyan HaGuf that would not allow her to sell it. So why do we need a special Ticcana? Tayse says that it might only be according to Rish that you need a takana, or we're going according to Rabbi Yeichenon in a case that he gave a matana to his wife. In that case, he does not get payros. So in that case, maybe she could sell. Inami, it was a case that he was masalik himself from Paris. So Tayse says three mahachim. Either we're going according to Rish and that's why we need a special takana, or we're going according to Rabbi Yeichenon in a case that he has no payris. How does he have no payros? Either by Naisin Matan ishtai or when he was Masalik himself from the Peris. Now the Rajbah, Bavakam Peichez, argues on Taisus' fact. Taishis is saying that according to Rabbi Yeichonon, you could have Usha in a case when you're masalik yourself from the Paris. The Rajba says any time the Baal does not have a schus in the Peris, you do not have the Allah of Usha. Since you don't have a schus in the Peris, you're not going to have the Allah that you're Mighty after Misa. What's the Bir on We have Teis and Rajba. If this din of usha could apply in a case when he doesn't have payrais, which Teisviz needs to explain how Rabbi would understand Ushra. The only eitz that Teisviz had, according to Rabbi is to have Urim where he doesn't have a Kenyan Peris. So the Rajba says, if you don't have a Kenyan Peris, you can't have to conness usha. And says you could. What's the birah on So is like this. There's a big Machleikis Vishainim about the Lashen, Maitzi, from the L'kuchus. the Rosh and the Ran both say it's lavdavka, because since you are the baal over here and you're entitled to the pay raise, therefore the isha sale has no validity at all, and even the goof was never sold. So you're not really see from the lakeach. Rather, it was never sold. The Rosh says it's totally Lavdafka, The Ran says see means you're see from his ability to come in and get this kaka if the Baal would have died first. Because if the Baal would have died first, then it would turn out that this Isha's sale would have ended up working. Because since he died, he lo- he's out of the out of the situation over here, then we'll say that her sale is going to be chal the second that the husband's out of the picture. So when she dies first, he's might see from the schus they could have got. But either way, it means that they never owned it. The Rambam, in Hilchus Isha's, Perich of and this is how the also Osapaskins, they hold that the sale did work. The guf Kaka was sold for the entire extent that she's alive, and when she dies then he's Mightsi. So Mighty is Dafka. Now there's a very small Nafkmina if he owned the guf or not, because since the Baal has the pay raise, so either way, any usage that you do that's going to affect his pay raise, you're not really gonna have. So the Naja and Actually bothered by this question. Why are we bringing down the Mechaber? It's passing like the Rambam that you can be might see from the Karka that was sold. And he's not going like the Rosh in the Ran that the Karka was never sold. Who cares? Either way, the Lakeach Lake can't actually use the Karka because the Baal has a schuss in the Paris. So the Chalkes M'chaikik says the whole nafkamin is for Prisbul. The halach is you can only ride a Prisbul if you own Karka. So it's considered your own Karka. The Baal Says the Navkamin would be if you could have a king in Chatzur. In Echnam, you can't use it, but they find Navkamin the Chatzur in Chaykis First of all, the Bach's Navkinis is king in So that's the entire practicality of this machlaikis. But in Lundis, this is a huge shayla. What's the Havana's Hamachlaikis if the Laikeach owns the Karka during the lifetime of the Isha or not? So they have the is as Masbir, Simansadi, a huge they're arguing in the Havana of the Tekhanos Usha. What were the guidelines of the Tekhanos Usha? The Usha said the Baal might see. Why? So the Rosh learned very similar to the setup of Teisvitz. Teisvitz said that according to Rabbi Yechanan, so there's no mocking for Usha. But according to Rish Lakish, over there, we understand why you need Usha. So the Rosh understood that all we're doing with the Tekan of Usha is saying that Rishlakish would agree to revive Yechenon by the Kinyan of the Baal of Peiroth from his Isha. Usually we hold like Rishlakish that Kenyan Peiroth and not the Kenyan Aguf came along Usha and they were masakin. that Kenyan Paris would be like a Kenyan Aguf even according to Rishlokish in a situation of a Baal so that if she sells it he can be mighty. If that's what's happening, then the Mechir is not going to be Chal at all. Like Taisi said, according to Rabbi Yechon, there's nothing to talk about. If Kenyan Paris is a Kenyan Gov, you can't sell this kaka that someone else has a Kenyan Paris in. The Tekhanah's Usha, according to the Rosh, was nothing more than saying that Rishlokesh would have Rabbi Yechon's level of Kenyan Paris. By a therefore the sale is not going to be Chal at all. Mashain, the Rambam, he learns like the Sheetam of Akama. They have a different Svara for the of Usha. They say the Svarah is, we don't want to have a Eitzah for the lady. She'll go ahead and give her kaka away to other people. She'll give it to her brother, Chodayma. So we said, since we don't want her to be able to be Masalik, the Yerusha, from her husband, so we said, we're going to make him amua Kelekech It's like he had the first Chosir, and therefore, if she sells to someone else, he could be mighty. So according to that, there's no reason that we should say that the sale doesn't work the the sale. Uh, obviously, at the time of the sale, the sale is Chal. So the kinyan of the Karka is going to go to whoever she sells it to. But the Baal has its to be goyva from this, from the sale. That's the Havanah HaMachleikis between the Rosh and the Rambam. Is the gather of Usho, of the Tekhanah Usho, that they were Malim, the kinyan habal the kinian Pairs of the Baal, to be considered K'Kinyin HaGuv? Or to a that we don't want her to have an etzah to messalakim, and therefore he could go lachamisa and be see from the lukuchas. With this, we can understand the machlekis we we mentioned earlier, between Taisa and the Rajva. if in a case when the Baal does not have a Peris, will you have the tukhanas because if you understand, like the Avni Malum is saying for the Rosh, that the entire Takanas Usha is that they will Malim your Kenyan Peres, Kenyan Aguf. So in a case that you don't have a Kenyan Peres, like Taisu said, you give him a tunnel or you wrote the Peres Secho that I'm a Salak myself in your parents, Those cases you have no Kenyan Peres to say that the Usha was Malim your Kenyan Peres, Kenyan Aguf. So then there's no dinner Mitzimial the Kukhes. Mitzimial the is nothing more than us treating your Kenyan Peres as a Kenyan Aguf over BeYechanan. But if we don't have a Kenyan Paris, there's nothing to talk about. So therefore, the Rajabah says, in hey, Baba Kama, if you don't have a Kenyan Paris, you don't have the of Usha. Tayisvis is going to hold the other Tzad, that we mentioned for the Rambam, that it's Stamadir, and we don't want you to have an eight to your your husband. Therefore, even if you don't have raise, you'll still have that to of Usha, and therefore, you could take away the nechasim. Now we're going to turn to the Gemara on Amud Beis. The Gemara says, the Hanuna said over, Kishem habanim kach ein We dash in the Medrash Ksuba that we, there's a similarity between the ksubas and Dichrin and the Medrash of the banois So just like ksubas and Dichrin can only be taken from the karaka, so too the Medrash of the Banas will only be will be taken from the Karka. So it's clear in the Gemara that Rahanuna needs to dash in the Medrash Ksuba to teach it this halacha that mezainus cannot be taken from a Taltalan. So the Praeneshua and the Bessiak, the Gedele Yachroinim ask, we have a clow that a Ksuba could only be collected from Karka. And Tanai Ksuba, Ark Ksuba. So of course you can only collect mezainus, which is a Tanai Ksuba from Karka. Why does Ramnuna need to make this special drusha, Darshan, the, the lotion of the Medrish Ksuba, to learn out that mezainus are only taken from Kaka this is the regular algamena din that we all know that tonight's suba is kiksuba. Preyeshua says a very interesting teretz. He says we find later on in the umid a takanas aliyah, a takana that the made that you could collect the Mizanis from the matotlun. That takana, Preyeshua says, was made before the Mishnah. So Rav Hamnun is saying that if we still have a medrash suba today, we still put together the B'neis, the Benendichrin, with the Mezainas for the Baneis, so he's being a raya that the halacha does not follow this Takana. And a there was Takana to collect from Mezainas, but since we still have a Medrash Ksuba, we still have a Lashin Ksuba that puts Baneis and Banim together, so it's clear, it's evident, that the halacha does not follow the takana Aliyah that you collect from a Talitlan, rather, the halacha is you only collect from Karka. In other words, the Panshu was asking, if they were asking is the din of tonight kiksuba?" so of course you don't get from a taltlin. the answer is that the whole issue here is is it true is the halacha like the takona that was made that you could collect from a I mean you can't collect izon from a Talatlan. there was a that you could collect from a taltlan is just being mechiach from the lochan sukba that the halacha is not like that takono that you could collect from a taltlan Interesting to note that this is not like Tisfas. Taisvis in the of Omar points out that Rav and Shmuel that were giving Mizignas from a Taltelin, how do they stem with the Mishnah that says that the uh, Ksubasmundikwun is similar to Misainus, which would indicate that Musaynis can't be taken from a Taltelin. So he answers that they hold the de Akri King at in at the time of the Majit Subha, at the time of the Mishnah, that was written Susan and Dikrin next to Mizanis Abanois, that's clear that Mizanis cannot be collected from a But the Takhana's Aliyah was done afterwards that they were massacring that you could collect from a Tatlun. P'nei Shu is saying the whole point of Avnunah is to say that Al Mishnah, you see that the Allah does not follow the Takanas Aliyah, which was made before the Mishnah, and he's proving from the Mishnah that we don't take this Takhanas seriously. We don't pass in that, o- that you could collect from Metaltelin, because we have a Medrash Ksuba not like that. Taisis is saying the opposite. Taisis is saying that Rav and Shmuel were able to take Metaltelin, even though we have a Mishnah, that the Medrash Ksuba would indicate that you can't collect from Metaltelin because they hold the Takhanas Aliyah was afterwards. So according to Taisis, you can't really say the territory of the Plain Yeshua. You can't say that Rav Nuna didn't want to rely on the din of because his point is to say that the is a raya that the halacha does not follow the Tikhanas Aliyah. You can't say that according to Taisvist because according to Taisvist the Tikhanas Aliyah was made after the drush of the Medjish Kisuba. So you can't say that Rav is just coming to combat the Tikhanas Aliyah. Tikhanas Aliyah was made afterwards. So according to Taisvist it's still Shver the kash of the plain Yeshua. Now Later on in the Ahmed, we find the Tekhanah of the Aliyah that you could collect from the Metaltelin also. So Rashi asks, on the Tzad of the Gemara that Rav holds you can collect in from Metaltelin, Rashi asks, suba suba, be Even though we have a rule that Tzad cannot be collected from Metaltelin, still, Rav holds like the Tekhanah of the Aliyah and the special Tekhanah that over here We've got to let Mizzainis be collected from a Tautla. The Pani Shua asks, Why did Rashi only ask Mithad the Halacha of Tanaiksuba Kiksuba? There's a f- more fundamental question that Rashi could have asked. Because we all know that you cannot be collect from a Tautla the Asmi. So in this case, the father died, and the daughters want Nechassim. But presumably there are sons that yashin their fathers, Nechassim. So in essence, what the daughters are doing is they're trying to collect a chayv that's owed to them from they asked me. And metallically asked me are never mis- mishtabit to any chayv. So, if this is a special taikana, we have no problem. The aliyah, the omasake, and you should collect from metallically. But Rashi is going before that. So Rashi's asking, hey, we have a cloud tonight, Suba so how could you go and collect from metallically? And that? Rashi says, the special taikana is aliyah. So the Peshuah asks, before the Taqanah Zaliyah, Rashi should have had a more fundamental question. Forget about Tanakh Kiksuba, Taipik Lay, they shouldn't be allowed to collect the Matatlan because we have a clown, Matatlatli Asli Lemish So the Peshuah says a very fundamental Yisayd in the guidelines of how it works, this Taqanah Mazinus. He says, this whole halacha, that Matlatli the Lemish Tabdi means, if you borrow money from a father, so we all know that his karkah is and, he really owes you any cash he has. He has a Shibadaguf. He owes you money. All his metalton are also, in a degree, Meshubit. He owes you all his money. We have a din of Philoglimim uh, Al-Kasve. You can collect anything from a person that owes you money himself. When he dies, you don't have a Shibadaguf. Now you're dealing with the assignment. So, they're not the person that owes you anything. The only way you're collecting is because the father's choyv is chal in the karka. So, do we say you only could collect the karka, not the metaltalin? They didn't borrow the money. The only thing you have is the father borrowed the money. The father's din that he owes you the money is chalin shibar ha karka. And the metaltalin, right now, are the assignment. So, with what right are you going to collect the metaltalin from the assignment? That's the classic setup of every metaltalin, yasmi me like But let's say the metaltalin today would go and borrow money from you. So we don't care if they don't have a father. They borrowed money from you. So they owe you money. So that's the classic Allah. If someone borrows money from you, there's a Sheba HaKuf, you can collect from his kaka and you can collect from his metalkalin. The only time we say metalkalim, the yasir, the is when it's the father's chiv and that doesn't transfer over to them to the extent through mishtab, their are But if it's their chiv, then obviously there's no reason. We don't care if their father died. They borrowed money from you, they got to pay back. If they have kaka, you take kaka. If they don't have kaka, you're going to take metalk so the preyashu wants to be mechadish. The, what's the takana of Mizainus? The taqana was that when the father dies, the daughter should get mezainus, Like the Mishnah said, the whole takana is chalach In essence, what's taking place is the father saying that the sons, the yarshim, are going to be mechayiv and mezainis. I am making a tanaik subah that when I die, I want my yisaimim to have to give him mezayinus. So he's more or less putting a chayiv. It's starting. The chayiv starts on the Yosemim, after the father died. So it's like they owe the money. So the is not going to apply. It's exactly as if they borrowed money and they owe someone money. The din of Tanai is that after the father dies, the brothers will owe the money. The sons will owe the money because they are yashning the Tanai They're yashning a field that has a Tanai in it that whoever yashins it owes money to the sisters. So of course you're not going to have the Allah and to the yasi and the The only thing bothering Rashi is that Tanai Kiksuba. It's far to a It's not more than a Tanayi Ksuba. So how can you collect metaltalin? In a chanami, there's a Chayv. They borrowed money, but it's a little different than borrowing money. Borrowing money, we say, if you borrow money, there's a Shiba and a Chayv even on your Matayi There's a special halacha by Tanayi Ksuba that applies like a Ksuba. And by a Ksuba, we have a halacha. You only collect from Karaka, not Matayi So you're going to be less than the rule of a regular Chayv of Yisayimim. But you're not going to be have the halacha of Matayi yasil and mishtavdi. Because it's their khiv. But this khiv that they have is only on the level of Tanaik Subuks Suba. So that's the only thing bothering Rashi. Since Tanaik Subuks you shouldn't be allowed to collect from a Tatlin. So how come over here you're able to collect from a Tatlin? On that Rashi answer, you have to come as Aliyah. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daaf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masakta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.